at Pew Talk Podcast, we know that faith starts in the home. We also know that it can be difficult to take what we hear on Sunday and live it out in our homes the rest of the week. That's because information alone doesn't lead to growth and change. But information that's reflected on and put into practice is much more likely to lead to growth and change. Join us as we hear God's word, reflect on it, and give practical starting points to help you live out your faith in your family and in your community. Woo! All right, we've been on this thing for almost what a two, almost two years now. Yeah, and we still have the woo. Yeah, woo. But are we losing our enthusiasm? That's think, really what it is. No, I think that's what, our consistent thing that we do. I'm always trying to think of what I can do instead of the woo, and so then by <laughs> by the time it comes, I'm like, I'll just woo. I'll just. Yeah. I don't know what else to do. I yeah. guess I'm not that spontaneous. Yeah, I was just wondering because I mean, we're on episode what 89. I think yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I believe could clap. We we've definitely. I think. Or I, I think next week is our two-year podcast anniversary. Wait a minute, you keep track of these things? They showed up on a on a memory post on Facebook that we were getting ready to podcast. Oh really? my god! Two years? Mm-hmm. Today's the longest day in the in the world. <laughs> no, it's the longest day of the year. That's what I mean. Okay. Trinity, Trinity doesn't matter. Yep. It's all the same. Yes, the longest day of the year of the world. Yep. So it's the end. So we were getting. Of the world. Sorry, Casey, we were getting ready, like we were discussing what podcasts could be, and that's what you saw? Yeah. Okay. Like, and our first, our first five episodes, like, you know, if you're watching us live, you know, we're, we have a pretty awesome studio here mm-hmm. that Paul very yep, graciously do. allows us to use. Our first five or so episodes was around a kindergarten size table in kindergarten chairs with microphones attached to it. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. thought we were awesome back then. I, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I know I wouldn't either. No, I was trying to put a spin on it. No, I wasn't even on the first episode. Yeah, you were there, but you weren't. He but was, you were. He was twitching. Paul yeah. was twitching, like <laughs> wanting to jump in all the time because we were super awkward. <laughs> and Paul's like, "This is. I need to. I need to do something." <laughs> well, you know. And so the next week, since Paul's the tech guy, they Paul showed up with five mics the next week and it out. Yes. We well, it, out. it was one of those things that individuals are not comfortable talking on microphones. <laughs> Generally, mm-hmm. yep. And then I had, to, I had to show you. It's just like talking normally, except that you have a microphone in your face. Mm-hmm. Yep. So and, and now we just talk with microphones in our face and, and cameras with, with the headphones on. The headphones you sound like weird. your own radio. Yeah. Not as not as good as like Chris Wall's radio voice, but no. But that's because I don't get paid for that. Yeah. So, anyways, welcome, 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 welcome to the Pew Talk. It, it no. it's funny. So <laughs> speaking of radio voice, like it makes me laugh. Hey. Like there are some people where you're like that their radio voice is just that's their voice. That, that's who yes. they are. Yeah. Um, and then there are other people like they've got this radio voice and then you talk to them in normal and you're Hi, like, Hi, how you doing? Yeah. Yeah. What's going on? So <laughs> I'm about to get my radio voice. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, that's what it is. Radio yeah. people have that. Preachers have that. <laughs> I got my preacher. I got voice. my preacher voice on. <laughs> oh, can you please do? No, I'm just. Gonna no, up. I can't. It bothers me a lot. Do you actually have one that I don't think I do? <laughs> Um, other people might disagree with that. I don't think I. I, I, I think I did think you, initially. I don't think, you, do I don't think I mean, you, you do. You project more. Yeah, but you don't really change the timbre or the accent of yeah. your voice. No, I don't think so. There's so, especially so when I was um, when I was in Michigan on um, my first call 
Oh, and I will say this. As a vicar, when I was a vicar, I know those first few sermons. I I had the preacher voice. I had the, they, they just were awkward at times. It, and, and I saw it in Michigan too, when we had vicars, you just see guys come in, like that might be the very first time they're preaching in front of people. Um, and uh, you can all of a sudden hear like, I've got to perform this, or I've got to speak this in the way that I heard my pastor preach when I grew up. And you just, you just hear it. And, and eventually by the time the year's over, um, you've either broken them of that or you do you you haven't i don't know yeah. do you? so that's what i do <laughs> that's what you do just, so Lacey, you haven't been here in a while no i haven't hi Lacey. hi where, where you been uh i have been in ankeny iowa i was floating in a pool Not ankle no ankeny ankle and a knee no it's like the yeah it's truly like, it does sound like that now that you yeah. say that ankle and knee mm-hmm. ankle and knee An- I'm, <laughs> I'm now i'm just gonna be messed up for life um i have been introduced to fuzzy's tacos which is fantastic and we had one in Omaha, but sadly it closed. Is it the one in Village Point? Yes. I didn't know that closed. It closed. Mm. Yeah, my boys were very sad. Fuzzy's Tacos is delicious. Not a sponsor, but they are delicious. And then, yeah, when we got back from Iowa the first time, we tried to take Jeff to Fuzzy's Tacos and do something fun, and then the taco place was closed. But yeah, no, I've been (laughs) hanging out in Iowa, been working remotely, and uh, I'm going to go back um, in a while and dog sit. Dog sit at the dog pound? No, dogs sit at a friend's house because she doesn't take her own dogs gotcha. all the time because as she says her dogs are jerks sometimes oh okay Fair. so yeah yeah my dog's an idiot <laughs> we no. know we've, like we've seen it dog. yeah my dog misses the you big dogs her? oh we can definitely let you dog i do just borrow her i'm gonna dog sit three dogs can, a new you feed you dog sit lola anytime you want i know at see, your house I, and then the when it's your life yeah and when it's you time to return to lola Jeff, paul, paul mysteriously moved yeah didn't tell us where you gotta talk to Jeff. He's the one that has hey Jeff. to say no. Yeah. You want a dumb dog? <laughs> yeah. Sounds great. He Let's do it. No, I have Hudson really wants a Corgi. So I've been kind of trying to pitch that. Peyton really wants a Frenchie. And dude, I'll just take another dog. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. I even tried to, you know, I'll just, I won't even go there. But I tried to do something and it, it just didn't work out the way I wanted it to. But um, yeah. Well, all right. There you I'm just watching these birds. Oh, I thought somebody other. was coming. I was no. like, what are we? Well, all? the birds are coming. coming. Jesus is coming. One day. Someday. Let's go, Jesus. Here we go, Jesus. Here we go. Oh, wow. Yep. I've been gone a while, guys. We we have <laughs> we have reached that point. Yep. So, um, I'm totally going to put that on. You t-shirt. don't have dogs. You have dogs. We have two. Your dogs are drooly messes. Eh, one of them is. Joe. One of them is. One of them is smarter, clearly, than the other. <laughs> wow. Oh. I don't think you're supposed to play favorites with. Yeah. Oh, that's not a favorite no, thing. It's just. Can. Oh, okay. My what? dog gives high fives. Oh, I, I mean, there was a time we were on a walk and we were on. Omaha with our with our oldest dog who is not the smartest one and I know Lily's awesome but Lily doesn't think before <laughs> acting a lot we were on a walk and one of the houses next to ours they had guests over so a truck was parked into the street so we walked around it thinking the dog would follow us and you know pulled her out into the street a little with with the leash and Tara and I are walking all of a sudden we just hear bang <gasps> ran her head into the truck then she looks up so proud of herself and I know, did she, a thing <laughs> yep oh yeah we do not have dogs um is your smart <laughs> our i and my oldest daughter would love a dog 
dog um, or multiple dogs. Anytime Alex sees any sort of dog, she just gets super excited. I, I there was I got a dog nope, not that <laughs> one. Our next door neighbor has a puppy. We were. Uh, it was uh, during the last school year, and when we were doing family Sunday school, and I, I was teaching that day, and it just happened to the question happened to be if if there was something that you don't have now that you wish you could have, uh, what would it be? And Alex goes, a puppy, but mom won't let us get one at all. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like it wasn't just a, I want a puppy. It was a puppy, but mom won't let us get one at all. It's true. <laughs> I try to play the just hit up your aunt card because if she gets it for you, then you know well, I'm not involved. What are you involved. Do about it? God, it's, it's here. Exactly. You can't tell me that once somebody puts a snuggly puppy in your lap, you're gonna say give it back. Uh, if I, my I, wife, I if could. my wife were here, she would say that exact thing. Are you serious, Stacy? We're gonna have to have some words. <laughs> Puppies and babies. I'm telling you, there. You just can't give them back. Oh, I can definitely. If there's a baby in my hand, I was like, here, it's your there, kid. Have it. Here, it pooped. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> back to that you. one. You you talked to right, my wife about. Right. <laughs> definitely. And, and, and dogs. Yeah. I like dogs. I'm a dog person. Well, I like dogs too. I like smart dogs. I had smart dogs, but now I have dumb dogs. Uh it's not the dog's fault. Yes, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. No, maybe you are not the smartest owner. I disagree. <laughs> I feel like I'm digging myself into a hole, so I just better stop. This. There you go. <laughs> just stop this now. So, can your dog high five? Mine can. My, my dog can't even figure out how to eat correctly. But her recall is terrible, so I guess you know. <laughs> I mean, there's been many a time. You know, Paul. Paul is very gracious and invites us to his house sometimes. And there's been many a time my wife has has pet Paul's dog, and it's peed on the floor right as she pets it. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, that and, then, and then she'll be like, "Oh, I like this," and then she'll go, and just... <laughs> "It's okay, dogs. dogs." So dogs, there we go. That's where I've been. <laughs> no, I like dogs. I had a, I had a Siberian Husky when I was growing up. <gasps> big, big woolly wolf looking thing. When you drove up the driveway, the same the headlights colored. hit the eyes, and it was bright, bright red. You see, you see this wolf thing with bright red eyes, mm. and you're like, "Wow, look, that's weird." But, <laughs> but the dog was a big, huge woolly yeah. thing. And then I had a German Shepherd, like, and that dog was extremely smart. Yes. And I had another German Shepherd, which was also really smart. And That's then I got Lola. Lola is not a German Shepherd. Lola is, I don't know what she is, yeah. but she is a dumb See? dog. Yep. I mean, she's, Lori, Lori will go, oh, she's pretty, but she's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Anyways, yeah. what are we talking about today? Um, Jesus and the Father and, and the Son and or I mean, and the and Holy the Spirit. Spirit. Amen. And, and no, it's good. And an that apple, would be and a no, not banana. I don't know. I just needed another fruit. An egg would an be egg. the other option, but also poor. Uh, we're talking about the Trinity and the way that the Trinity works in our lives today. Because we could. Paul really wants to spend the next hour. I, I do not. Um, debating the, yeah. the analogy is used to help us understand the Trinity and how it works amongst itself, but they all yeah. fall short and, and it's and also... It's a waste of time. Let's talk about something else. Whether or not we can figure <laughs> out, which we can't, it whether or not we can figure out how the, how the Trinity works doesn't matter. Well, he just said it. It's like, we'll never figure it out. Okay, then let's just bait it for the next four, four hours. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Like, you start something off with, we're not going to get to the end of this. We're not going to understand it, but you know what? We're going to try and understand it anyway. Yeah, we're gonna you set yourself it. up to fail. Yeah, I did that a little bit in the sermon, but I said we're not going to understand it. And here's how people do a poor job of trying that. Um, That's right, Patrick. Yeah, yeah. modalism, Patrick. See, what's funny about that? You mentioned this before. Us normal folks have not watched whatever you're talking. About. I know, but there, it, I've, I, I made that comment in the eight o'clock service, and there was somebody who was like, 
<laughs> and I, is that from that old movie? No. Nope. Oh, okay. It's from Lutheran satire. Oh. Um, if you just search bad Trinity analogies, um, it should pop Dark up. Dump. No. No. Um, should I bring it up? <laughs> I mean, you could. Um, we'll talk amongst yourselves. Yeah. It's about three and a half minutes. It's well worth your time. Um, yeah. If you're a theology nerd, it's fantastic. Yeah. But, but like Paul's said what um again we're never going to understand the work we're gonna never under gonna understand how god can be three persons and at the same time one god um and yeah. so neither confusing the neither confusing the substance nor um dividing the members um the divinity or denying the trinity divinity i don't know um we'll see patrick will tell us <coughs> um so all right here you go let's just watch Okay, Patrick, tell us a bit more about this Trinity thing. Yeah, Patrick, tell us. But remember that we're simple people without your fancy education and books and learning, and we're hearing about all of this for the first time. So try to keep it simple, okay, Patrick? Yeah, real simple, Patrick. Sure, there are uh, three persons of Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yet there is only one God. Don't get what you're saying here, Patrick. Not picking up what you're laying down here, Patrick. Could you use an analogy, Patrick? Sure, uh, Trinity is like, uh water and how you find water in three different forms. Liquid and ice vapor. Here it is. That's modalism, Patrick. What? Modalism, an ancient heresy confessed by teachers such as Noetus and Sibelius, which espouses that God is not three distinct persons, but that he merely reveals himself in three different forms. This heresy was clearly condemned in Canon 1 at the First Council of Constantinople in 381 AD, and those who confess it cannot rightly be considered a part of the Church Catholic. Come on, Patrick. Yeah, get yeah, it together, Patrick. Patrick. Okay, uh, then the <laughs> Trinity is like like uh, the sun in the sky where you have the star and the light and... Did your sermon come from this? Just oh, the bad analogies. Come on, Patrick. That's Arianism, Patrick. <laughs> Arianism? Yes, Arianism, Patrick. A theology which states that Christ and the Holy Spirit are creations of the Father and not one in nature with him. Exactly like how heat and light are not the star itself, but are merely creations of the star. That's a bad analogy, Patrick. You're the worst, Patrick. <laughs> Alright, sorry. The Trinity is like like uh, this three-leaf clover. I'm gonna stop you right there, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, hold your horses, Patrick. You're about to confess partialism. Partialism? Yes, partialism. A heresy which asserts that the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are not distinct persons of the Godhead, but are different parts of God, each composing one-third of the divine. And who confesses the heresy of partialism? <laughs> the first season of the cartoon program Voltron, where five robot lion cars merge together to form one giant robot samurai, obviously. I've never heard of Voltron. Of course, yeah. It's not going to exist for another 1,500 years now, Patrick. Yeah, get with the program, Patrick. I mean, really, Patrick. I'm going to really condescending to Patrick. Patrick. Uh, okay, that was probably much. All right, I'll try again. Uh, the Trinity is like how the same man can be a husband and a father and a lawyer. Modalism again. All right, then it's like the three layers of an apple. Partialism revisited. Fine. Trinity is a mystery which cannot be comprehended by human reason, but is understood only through faith and is best confessed in the words of the Athanasian Creed, which states that we worship one God in Trinity and Trinity in unity neither confusing the persons nor dividing the substance that we are compelled by the Christian Showing truth to confess teeth. that each distinct person is God and They're Lord creepy. and that the deity of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is one, equal in glory, co-equal in majesty. It's like a nutcracker. Well, why didn't you just say that, Patrick? Yeah, quit beating around the bush, Patrick. Now let's all put on <laughs> some giant green foam hats, get riotously drunk, and vomit in the Chicago River to celebrate <laughs> our conversion. <laughs> 
<laughs> there you go. Those right. are bad analogies. I want to become Irish. Come on, Patrick. <laughs> Patrick. They have a few more of the uh, those videos. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so he, he rambled off a bunch of stuff. Yep. That I'm assuming Martin Luther said because this is Lutheran satire. Well, no, that is um, that uh, where I he. I, by the, the way, I didn't the part at the sermon. end. I didn't um, listen to your sermon this week, so the part at the end he was really <laughs> quoting pieces of the Athanasian Creed, which is the really, 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 really long creed um, that that gets very specific mm-hmm. particular about the the trinity uh, he i knew it was i mean it's always trinity sunday when we say this but you know like at least for the traditional services for the apostles in nicene creed we stand up you, you know you know you're about to say the athanasian creed when we get to the part of the service when you say the creed and the pastor has you sit down yep <laughs> yeah because it, it's we're gonna not be standing a bit. for this we'll it's gonna be a while. all right guys let's stand and, and we did stand for at the saturday service and and some people were like oh, that was a long time to stand like I, I stand for my whole sermon this is a true story <laughs> you don't stand you i wander i don't want to say wander you rock like i rock forward and backwards well you yeah rock, but, <laughs> but i mean you kind of do like this swaying thing yeah I well no you know you, you walk you're like you yeah. walk two steps two steps back two uh-huh. steps forward yeah. yeah maybe you should try left to right just to mix it up no because the camera people can't follow that oh that was awesome. oh, so- oh man that was <laughs> who was just nope <laughs> <laughs> when Tara was last week, yes, Tara was doing this thing. She's walking all over the sanctuary as Trisha Richards. <laughs> as Trisha Richards and and uh, Deb was trying to keep track. She's like, ah, I can't, I can't follow her. <laughs> just back up, Deb. Just pull it out. <laughs> Don't just just to get a shot of the whole sanctuary. Yeah, that was that. But that's what like I try and stay more confined um so that okay well anyways that has nothing to do with it no we're talking about doesn't. but no jesus but whoever did cameras this week you you don't need to center the words repeatedly that was very 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 awkward Just okay why i don't know what you're talking about huh what yeah okay well we'll talk about that outside the podcast uh-huh. yeah i'm sure people in the podcast land are like oh yeah, oh, yeah. well of yeah. course yeah. the center of the words no peyton noticed that he's like mom who's i don't know, I don't know. um <laughs> so what what we want to what we wanted to focus on then is how does the how does god work in our our lives today seriously sorry i'm the end <laughs> the end well isn't that just the age-old question kind of yeah we don't we ask this question every week we 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 read and say that's how we word it is how is god messing with you yep well but i yes um the father the son and the spirit lead different workings of the trinity okay we don't need to that's mortalism no <laughs> That's true. And why I didn't just say they, so? They pericoreo. They dance around each other. Um. So, but it's a dance. It's we a talked dance. about this. We, we talked about this in a podcast yes. maybe a year ago. Yeah, uh-huh. probably, probably on Trinity Sunday a year yeah. ago. That's why my. What sort of explanation are you looking for? What are you trying to pull well, out of us? I, for me, I. This is where I go to the catechism, and this is where I go to explanation of Luther's small catechism or uh, Luther's small catechism, the explanation of the Apostles' Creed. Um, where it just says, I believe God, God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. What does this mean? I believe that God has made uh, me and all mm-hmm. creatures. Um, these me body and soul, eyes, ears, and all my members, members. reason and strength, those sorts of things. Um, to me, what I love about the catechism is it's simple. Um, sometimes the explanations can get more in-depth, harder to memorize, harder to remember, um, but they can break it down really well. Um, and so to look at the Father, I mean, it's easy to look at the Father as the creating God and say, okay, yeah, that's 
great. God created the world 6,000 years ago, and then he's just like, all right. Like how we just cool. go. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, created the world, whatever. Created the world, <laughs> and then just, but like there are a lot of people who say, well, if God created, he created it millions of years ago, and then just left us on our own. Um, but what we see in the creed, what we see in that explanation is that God is still creating to this day, and everything that we have in our lives, our lives themselves are creations of the Father given to us. And then as that explanation ends, it says, of all this, it is my duty to thank and praise and serve and obey him. This is most certainly true. Um, and so the question that I ask then is, how do we thank and praise, serve and obey God for the gifts that he gives to us? I feel like it's a trick question. I feel like we answer this every week. I do too. And then my answer <laughs> is usually wrong. <laughs> Because what do I always say? Just be a good human. <laughs> but that's impossible for no one is good. That's oh, modalism, Patrick. That's modalism, Patrick. No one is good. Not one. Pretty sure that's in the Bible this, somewhere. You're right. We do have this conversation quite often. Yep. Um, I think this that that question may have been for others that needed to have that conversation more um, or consider that more. Well, well okay, because we we, we, we we talked about worship itself. We, we praise. We, we The offering. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that we, like I use my my gifts of music to mm-hmm. do. To serve. To, to serve. serve. You use a gift of. Create. Creativity, to creativity, or 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 I don't know all the words I'm trying to think of, but each one of us has our different mm-hmm. skills, skills, mm-hmm. and we'll get you know, uh, and that we use it to serve His people. So therefore, we're in that aspect. We're working, we're worshiping in that way. Yeah, I, so, yeah. I, I, I mean, so basically, it's just like, oh, so I just live for, for yeah, yeah, but, but not, I'm not living for myself, right? right. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, and and that's if you if you think about that, if if that is forefront in your mind, then yeah. But there, there are many who don't think that what I have is a gift. It's what I've worked hard to earn. Or, um, well, yeah. And, and so that's what that, that's who that question's geared towards. Yeah. Didn't God give you the gifts or the way to? Yep. I don't, yeah. You, yep. that's why this is a rabbit hole. Well, and, I, and I'm just saying, like, even, even putting our spouses in our lives and mm-hmm. the paths that we take it now, whether or not we veer off those paths and then eventually we, we, we've had these individual conversations on different mm-hmm. podcasts throughout the time. But how God interacts with our life. Sorry. <laughs> Shut up. Um, you know, it, 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 I'm getting distracted by this. <laughs> no, it's, it's the ebb and the flow. Because I can look at it. I look at it this way. And Steph, I'm going to use you as an example. Stephanie and I have known each other for a long time. We carpooled to college together. And then I moved to Lincoln. I got married. And we just lost touch. We just didn't keep in, in touch. Um, I'd come back to Fremont every now and again. And I would bump into her someplace. And I'm like, oh, hey, Steph, how's it going? yada 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 and then go about our merry ways and and you know it's not that we didn't give anybody or each other much thought it just at the time that wasn't where we were being directed and then I moved back to Fremont kind of you know just like okay and then walk into Trinity and then all of a sudden I'm like whoa Steph you're here she's like yeah my child goes here and I'm like really and it just like opened up that door of friendship that we've had before and we just picked up kind of where we left off so it's just one of those things where you know Paul was saying how your path may lead you different places and you know I was really sad to leave the friendships and the relationships that I have developed in 
in Lincoln, but then moving out here, I would have never met you guys. Well, I'm not sure that's a good thing. No, <laughs> no but it, it's. I was trying to think of a way to say know, that. But to just be a, so a rude sorry. person. No, but... it should be like I'm so sorry oh, that I have come man. into your lives. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> um, and you know, I always like to make it as awkward as possible. So that we did a great job of making that. Yeah. Well done, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Sorry, but no, I just this is I no. Just you're quit. right, but that's like. <laughs> So that's like the spirit guides those things, yeah. right? The 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 spirit is um is who's leading how we often how we live and act and and how we grow in our faith and um so that's 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 one of the ways that the spirit can that the spirit works in our lives is is through um yeah just situations people putting us in different places um sanctification is the key word but like um what does it mean I don't remember but I, we've talked about this word several times I don't know Casey go for it that is god using his saving work through us and he's drawing us closer to, to the life that he's called us to live yes. yeah perfecting us I basically this word um but like so i mean he's the one that's leading and guiding the church and bringing us together and calling us and gathering us and and so that's that's how that's how he works is brings us together makes us his people sends us into the world and the way that i look at, the, at that and, and you're going to correct me because i'm wrong but <laughs> i look at it as as <clears throat> as a sinful individual it's really hard for me not to look at everything from a um, selfish point of view and how is this going to affect me how am I going to benefit how am I going to and when I'm looking at things I cautiously have to go stop look this is not about me this is not how I'm going to benefit this is how God's using me to do whatever he needs to be done at that point like a, a buzz in my headphones but <clears throat> I just think that it, it, it I'm, I'm constantly consciously trying not to think selfishly yeah well, that's that that's hard because that's just a part of the feelings of being a human being, you well, know, because everybody's put into that position It probably at least once a day, you know, how is this going to affect, you know, you walk out to go to work and your car battery is dead. Well, now what happens? You know, you're, you're like instantly you're upset, you're mad. And it's like, okay, this isn't about me and my car battery being dead. This is maybe more about me not being able to support my staff on time or make it to that meeting or, you know, whatever you have to look at things. Yeah, there, there's circumstances that will happen in life. Yeah. But even in that, even in that moment, how are you looking at that as, as like, okay, this is inconvenient, but is it really an inconvenience when if you can take a step back at two seconds and go, but I just met this person or right. yep. now I know how to deal with the situation. So when somebody else has the situation, I can be like, oh, you know who should call this person? Yeah. They really yeah. helped me out mm -hmm. or whatever. I, I, I guess that, I mean, yeah, there's going to be, there are going to be times that, yeah, you think about, oh, this is happening to me but i'm talking about more of i'm going to do what i do in a daily basis to benefit me not to benefit other people or society yeah the phrase look out for number one yeah i'm gonna you know look out for myself because i'm the most important person in all of these relationships um i'm the most important person in my universe i mean that's that's how that that's that's the way that many people operate that's the way that we are as individuals we're drawn to operate um you know, when God tells us to have no other gods, um, typically, well, the, the one God that everyone struggles with is the God of self. Um, I want to determine what's right. I want to determine what's wrong. I want to determine what's best. And I do that by looking at what's best for me. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't matter if other people get thrown under the bus. It doesn't matter if other people get run over. As long as it's good for me, it's good. Mm -hmm. um, that's how sinful nature, that's how we are wired to operate. Yeah. And so it takes the work of the spirit. It takes 
sanctification. It, it, it takes us, it takes, um, you know, it takes the creating the Father. Um, it, it takes us realizing that the Father has created this person and this person and this person and the person that I really can't stand and the person that I get along with really well. He created each of us in his image. And that he doesn't love one of you more than the other. Yeah. Um, and he's called me to love them as I love myself. Um, and so I need to love, I, I need to look at them in the way that I look at myself. I need to care about them and their feelings and their needs uh, and their pains and their struggles and their joy. Um, and that's that's what can only be done through the work of the Spirit. Well, and you, it, it's so easy, to, I think, to get caught up in the in the God of self, uh, but we, we don't like sometimes to look at the Bible because we look at, you know, King David and Esther and St. Paul, like, like these were phenomenal people that we, and they were, not saying they weren't, but that we're not on the same level as. But I, I love that their stories, their accounts have been put in the Bible to show, you know, uh, David was described as a man after God's own heart. David also had a man murdered because he committed adultery. Like, that was a real thing. Uh, yeah, you look at what St. Paul became. He was actively murdering Jesus-loving <laughs> Christians and doing it because he thought he could please God by doing it. Like, you look at some of the awful things people in the Bible did that God worked in their lives to shape them. You know, I, I think at times we, we look at improvement as an uphill climb that's always going up when really it's more like a roller coaster. And some days you're you're worse than you were the day before. Yeah. And But that's, that's where our sinful self comes back in and where we rely on God as the creator and the for, and the son as the forgiving piece. Well, yeah, because even if you were, you get into a fight with your spouse or whatever, the selfish thing to do would be like, oh, they offended me this way or they didn't see my point of view so therefore they're wrong or whatever. But where, where, where I see the spirit working and you want to see where it's working is afterwards, are you able to look at it and go, alright, this this is how I wronged that individual. This is how I talked to them wrong. And then to be able to go back and apologize yeah. And then to reconnect in a in a meaningful way, saying, you know, even though I, because I'm not saying you have to sit there and go, well, you are right, because there might be something that you can't, you know, but you could still say, I didn't listen to your point of view, I did fly off the cuff, I did this these things, therefore I apologize on that, but we still need to have a big conversation about this because I still think you're wrong, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So yeah. well, and that's what um, that's then bringing coming back around to reconciliation, um, another big word that we've talked about, right, be, being able to be brought back into a right relationship. Again, that can't be done without the work of the Spirit. Well, what's interesting is, because we've kind of hinted at it, is that we've talked about all these subjects, because we talked about these little things here and there, but yeah. when you asked about how God is working in our lives, how he's messing with us, because he's encompassing it every aspect of our life, yeah. we can't not talk about all these small little things and look at the big picture and go, wait a minute, the Holy Spirit, God, everything has been in this dance our whole life. Yeah, and and I think that's what some people don't see um, is that God is still working. There, there are people who just think that God's this out there God that you know got things started and went away, or even yet Jesus came and he did a thing and then he went away, and um, they're just kind of waiting for whatever's next. Like, they're not active in my life. They're not, um, they don't care about me. Um, especially in the I'm so insignificant, like they don't. God can't care about, couldn't care about me because I'm so insignificant in <coughs> the grant in the in the um, grand scheme of things. Um, but to to realize that no, God does care, continues to provide and care for my needs, and um, also continues to work in my life um, personally to care for me, to to watch over me, to teach me, to grow me in the faith. Um, it's not that wasn't a you know a thing that happened sometime in the past. It is a daily thing. 
thing that God is still present and active in my life and in your lives. Uh, and because God has created all of us, because particularly he's working in the lives of all believers, you don't know how he's leading your life to intersect with someone else. Maybe it's reconnecting with uh, with someone like Lacey shared with, with Stephanie. It could also be God is putting you in position to share the gospel with someone in a way that only you can connect with them in ways. I think it's one of the things that makes our podcast work quite well is each of us interacts with our faith very differently. How we come about it is different, which means, you know, uh, like I, I love the intricacies of theology, but, and sometimes that works really well for sharing for people who think like I do. There are some people who I get, if I get in the deepness of theology, it'll fly right over their heads, but they're, but people being, you know, real about struggles, um, that, that's something that, you know, that, that's harder for me to do because, you know, as, as a, when you're in public ministry, sometimes you, you don't always highlight those. Uh, and one of the things I appreciate about you, Paul and, and Lacey, is you're very open about some of your faith struggles in ways that I'd like to be more open about mine. And, and but We're that can, older. Yeah. <laughs> true story. But but honestly, that that connects with people in a way that I I don't necessarily. And and it's not only is God working and and creating and and working salvation in our individual lives, He is putting us in position to share that love with other people. And you might be the only person that can connect with an unbeliever God is putting in your path. You, you know, it's not just us, it's those around us. Yeah, and I and I can relate to that because there's a hard time. I mean, I don't mind talking philosophical and theology and all that stuff, but there's was, there was a reason why Jesus spoke in parables. Mm-hmm. And the analogy, the parable kind of mentality is it's easier for, for me to sit there and listen to that and then to sit here and, and, and analyze everything. Like, I was, that's the main thing we came on the podcast. It's like, yes, let's argue and analyze the <laughs> yeah. difference between the Trinity and that would be great for another hour let's uh-huh, do that. yeah can we talk about modalism but but, <laughs> but the beauty of the parable and i've been thinking about this a little bit because i was i was in a workshop today that just was helping me unpack some things uh but the beauty of the parable is it's super simple yeah your 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 child your five-year-old can understand the parable but at the same time they're super dense like oh, i'm dense you hey. could like deep, <laughs> i mean one of- they're they're deep like you could i mean there are books written on individual parables i mean we had a podcast episode you know one of the most well-known parables straightforward is the parable of the prodigal son i think one that's one of the episodes where we went like 15 minutes over an hour just because yeah it was because we just there's so much to to unload on that must have been the the day that dan was here So par- parables are simple in that they connect with you and me. Um, and, and they would have connected with the people of Jesus' day even more because Jesus was taking things that were very relevant in their context and using them to teach. I mean, for us, that would be like taking movies or taking books or, you know, um, things like that or, you know, or other other things that are, are relevant in our lives and saying, well, how does Jesus, how do we see God at work in this? How, how does, how can Jesus use this to teach us about um, our faith or how can the spirit use us to teach us about our faith um, and it connects so it sticks um, but at the same time at least the parables that Jesus uses again they're not just like these um, it's just not just like well the moral of the story is look both ways before you cross the street like they, they're very deep theological truths that Jesus is able to convey to people in very very easy to understand terms which is incredible well um, and one of the most famous and well-known parables is the parable of 
sower. You know, the seeds that got placed in, in different locations and the reasons they failed and the ones that thrived. You know, that seems to be one of the most straightforward, you know, even for me who has who has next to no background in growing things or farming, I can understand, hmm, seeds that seeds don't grow in rocks. If a bird picks up a seed, it can't grow. Very, very logical. Good ground makes the seed grow. I got that. But you'll yeah. you'll if you're reading that account in scripture immediately following the disciples who followed Jesus for years are like, what 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 does that parable like actually mean? Like one of the most straightforward parables when you look at the breakdown of it is incredibly in depth. So much so that the, the twelve men who who spent their lives with Jesus needed them needed him to break it down even further. Quite frank, sometimes I wish he did that for all the parables because I need some help with those some days. So um we can kind of keep talking around about I mean it's interesting because like you said Paul I don't think there's anything that we've said today that we haven't said on one of the previous 88 podcasts. Um and so um I, I think what what we can do is then say okay God is living with us um and then just ask the listener you know, God is living with you are you living with the Lord like are you he, the spirit's working in your lives are you letting him work and then allowing that to produce fruit and the reason I ask it that way is because that will lead into next week with Vicka Rathke spoiler spoiler <laughs> but I mean that's uh, God's not going to abandon us God's not going to stop working in our lives that are we going to allow him to affect our like are we going are we going to let that happen are we going to resist that and still well, human nature would say we resist it yeah I mean but, I, I, I always love that your ways are not my ways quote right. quote yeah I'm using the quote words the quotation quote yeah. <clears throat> because there is a lot of times that I'll sit here and look at the world and go yeah we're going the wrong way mm-hmm. you know and again it comes back to it's majority of what I want it's my selfish nature I need to go this way because this is what I want mm-hmm. and it might not be the best for you or anybody else around you but it doesn't matter because that's what I want it's not his ways and so you sit there and are you going to let are you going to let God be faithful is that what the question is are, are you going <clears> to <throat> I don't want to say the exact question because it's very well worded and I don't want to <laughs> spoil, spoil everything <laughs> um, but are you are, are you going to follow Jesus or are you going to follow the world it is is the basic premise to the question because apparently you can't follow them both no, no i don't think so jesus said you know jesus has said the world will hate you because the world hated yeah, me and i and, hated and, me. and i can see that every day i mean every day yeah. you know because you you've made the comment just be a good person yeah it's I not wish enough it was, I, wish, I know i wish it was that easy that's well i know that's just me well and that's the thing is that even today i had a conversation and somebody goes well can't we just all just be good people and i'm like it might be better if if people started out maybe just trying to be good people then maybe good people but, would start realizing that oh it's just more than being good and start including god in their life well in the question i have for that because you're talking about being good people um your definition of good and my definition of good Art. could be two different things yes. and that's where that's where where does morality come from and and that, that conversation mm-hmm. comes about because if we don't have god in our lives that actually say this is good this is not then how do we know yep. what is good and what is bad how did did it come out of a cracker jack box oh cracker jack I says this is cracker good. jacks today <laughs> i'm sorry it's wonderful uh, <laughs> Love we'll see. But Cracker no, Jacks I, is bad. I see what saying. you're saying. No, I guess I see what you're saying, but I, I have, I don't, I've always had. You have an idealistic view of this world. Um, because I have God. Yes. So to me, I, I feel like the things, I don't know. This is. Well, that's what, because I'm saying, why can't people just be good? What does that mean? Because it's different for everybody. Well, because somebody, I, my might, definition of good is I God's didn't eat donuts rule. today, or my definitions of good is I. Well, it's more than that. I mean, a Muslim's definition 
definition of good is, I mean, if you look at the radical Muslims, uh, their definition of good is kill every other, every non-Muslim because that's how we make it. And that's the, but that's their definition of good. Um, and, but, and, yeah. and, and again, I'm not saying that's all, no. all Muslims, radical, but that's Extreme. the rat, extremist. Right. That is their definition of good. Um, and, our definition of good is considerably different than that well and yeah. it's you look it makes me think kind of like the cartoon bad guys always acknowledge that they know they're bad but the people we would think of as bad guys in this world very rarely acknowledge think they're bad guys you know they, they think they're ultimately doing good more times than not and that's and that that's to them they are being a good human and that's yeah. sometimes hitler, hard to thought, hitler thought it was good to get the one yeah. race okay. like that you guys have well, i don't want to like destroy that i mean it, it is, is good to be good but be, but what who definition of good are you looking at because yes. if you're looking at your own versus god's because you can't correct i mean i can't sit there and go these are the good things in life because i'm paul and i expect you then to follow my definition of good because i'm paul and you're going to go well no my definition of good contradicts your country because yeah. i'm lacy and you're like well then whose definition is good i mean so how do we know how do we know that murder is bad how do we know because the bible says so well the ten commandments right mm -hmm. but we we're basing that off <laughs> of god mm -hmm. god has said these things are bad stop it and that's what i look at yes that's what we look at because we're, we're, we're christians we get that right but and he's written his law in our I, hearts i'm learning that not everybody has that same mm -hmm. sort of mindset lacy learned at the beginning of this podcast not everyone finds joy in holding a puppy that's true <laughs> I, that's bad <laughs> I, I find joy i might go home and just well, hold I, puppies but no but I guess yeah I, what you're trying to what paul's trying to get to is that as much as i mean the answer could be to, to fix everything is everybody just be a good person um but like but the definition of good is different unless your definition is god's definition of good yes um now clarify we can't do that on our own and we can't do that here on this side of hence the holy um, spirit hence the holy spirit but also we can't do it perfectly until jesus returns to make us new um and good um so there's always going to be a kicker uh, so until yeah. then we ask ourselves the question oh, am i living with the lord or dying with the world well, and that, that's why I was just saying is because we kind of have an all-encompassing topic today, how we're living our lives. Are we living in, in, in God's plan or his His will for us? Because we understand as Christians that we understand that his morality is good, and therefore we're going to base it off of that. I'm not basing it off of Casey's. I'm not basing it off of my own. I'm not even basing it off of yours. Now, I'm assuming that your mortality is also based off of God's. I mean, we kind yeah. of built a nation based off of that. Now, there's a whole conversation that goes into that and you can, and you can go down many debates about it but mm -hmm. when ultimately when you think when you boil it down it's like where where does where does all laws, laws come from why do we say that hey murder is not good we have to take it out of, we have to have laws on it well mm -hmm. yeah. because we're basing it off of judeo-christian mentalities well there's a lot of people in this world who now are fighting against that now we can get into a whole other philosophical yeah. question about that but i'm just saying that it's it's <clears throat> if we take away that that morality and whose morality we're facing, then it doesn't really matter what the Holy Spirit does. It doesn't matter anything because all that is just subjective and it's just like, okay, well, ever. And then we just break into chaos. I mean, that's my point of view, but I mean, we're kind of seeing that going. That's why That's why the way of the world is different than God because he's like, no, I'm, I am the way, the truth, the life. Right. Oh, by the way, if you try to do it another way,
way it's just going to be chaos so good luck with that yeah. you know I, and one of my or i should say some of the best examples of that in scripture of, of course it's before jesus walks the earth it's in the old testament but it's the book of judges it's it, in one of the early verses of it it says every man did what was right in his own eyes and judges is a giant pattern book of the children of israel think they're they're going to do it without god things go badly for them another nation takes them over god sent god raises up someone to protect them they praise god again they correct their actions then they start drifting again going off thinking i can do this better then another nation takes them over and the cycle starts all over again i feel like that's kind of where we as christians can be in our own lives like yeah we have our yay god moments where we're feeling you know in lockstep with what he wants and then we start to go off over here and we need a little bit of correction which is another thing a little bit sometimes (laughs) sometimes it's a smack upside the head Yeah, so that's why I have a hard time with this thing. Well, just people just be good. I agree with you. Be good, God-following people. Maybe I need to change my... Well, and and, and, and then again... Oh, Lord. Okay. That's, that's not... Uh, yeah, that's not the fix. Jesus no. is the fix <laughs> when Jesus returns. Like, it is... That doesn't mean don't be good. Well, if, if that... But, like... Why am I so bad at being good? Just being good. Sin. Just being godly isn't going to all of a sudden... Fix everything in the broken world, but Jesus will. Well, I, the, the big conflict in our hearts is that we have sin. We have a we have the Word. We have the Holy Spirit to help us go towards God's wisdom. I don't know how to say that, but we're constantly fighting with our human nature. That is the struggle. It doesn't. I mean, any any one of us can turn around and slap our thing and be like, ah, I've been swearing and everything like that, and then go, all right, calm down. You know, we could yell at our spouses because they, you know, they left the garage door open and all the ice cream melted. That's not a real thing, Lori. Didn't do that. I'm just saying. <laughs> that was my follow-up question. <laughs> this garage would have been freezing, but you left it open in the summer. Well, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm like, this is, this is the struggle, and that's the reason why when I have a hard time reading the news and doing different things, you just sit there and, and, and take a step back and go. The real issue here is that we're following whatever morality each individual wants to, right? And then they sit there and go, and then they have the, the you know, they sit there and and yeah, and I don't get no way wrong. It's not like we're just perfect nation that suddenly just went, oh yeah, well we started off perfect, and we're gonna, end, you know, no, this is the whole, this is the whole American experiment about how we can grow, and and that's the reason why we have different ways of amending things or whatever it's supposed to be because what they the founders knew that we weren't going to be perfect but at least they sat there and go, we're going to found we're going to put this in a foundation of god and even in our money we can get into the whole conversation or even how they designed the money and how they designed i mean everything is around god's wisdom and, and his all-encompassing eye and all this other stuff looking over the nation and we're kind of falling away from that because you can't really talk about it, it might offend somebody and so anyways that's just my two cents i'm i'm now going down a rabbit trail i was gonna right. say i'm more just like uh <laughs> politics uh well because because morality and politics are so intertwined at this day and age it's intertwining itself or attempting to well it mean because it's it's trying to integrate itself in every aspect of because the goal of politics is to divide well it's to determine infiltrate the morality of the people like one group says this is what's moral the other group says this is what's moral um yes um they they do become intertwined because whoever's in office gets to determine well and you're also finding and and i'm I'm sorry sorry for going down this path you're also finding that there's contradiction on certain sides i'm a i'm a god-fearing catholic but by the way i want people to be able to have abortion it doesn't it It doesn't doesn't, gel so therefore you're you're a walking contradiction and therefore i don't trust anything you say because you're just doing this to pander and that's not helpful so so, i don't want to go down no i I know (laughs) um 
but no like and there you'll find that in me too like you'll find the contradictions in me too so it's not just a politics thing it's a Correct. it's just more it vocal. is a person and it is and it's much more obvious in public yeah, when and it's and they're trying in to politics. influence the rest yep. of the yes all of us on top of it yep. it's one thing to go I shouldn't eat ice cream because it's bad for me but before, I like ice cream but I like ice cream yeah that's a walking <laughs> contradiction too yeah. but I'm not trying to affect the whole entire world going everybody now is, now has to eat ice cream because I like it yeah so so I'm just you know I'm sorry <laughs> I'm, man, I'm really deal I'm really going down a path you I'm are sorry. so um <laughs> haven't been holding God this is, in for a while no not at all God is working daily in your life in my life um and really next week we're gonna ask you know ask the question are you living with according to God's word or are you gonna follow the ways of the world though no. so we sing uh, living hope no we're not okay. I like that song Okay. Well, I know that, but that's not part of it. It's actually about God's faithfulness. So therefore, we're singing, oh, great is thy faithfulness. So there you go. Hey, it's, never mind. I'll ask you later. Okay. <laughs> I know where this is going. All right. So good. Yeah, I, I don't good. know. You're the leader of this good. thing. <laughs> Are we good? None of us are good. I was, <laughs> I was good like 15 minutes ago. I tried to land the plane and then and then we, yeah, we an took back now. off. Well, so now now it's been an hour. So now we can. I was trying close. to land a plane, but then I went down a path. Yeah. You it's like all because you said it, we just have to be good people. I, we got yeah. diverted Thanks, to a different runway. Lacey. No, no. And, and, and I don't want you to sit there and do that because this this is the reason for, why we have this for, podcast. Yeah, yeah. For it those is. of you who, who are our audio listeners, Lacey was trying to cover her face and Paul was telling her he didn't want her to do that. Not telling her he didn't want her to go down rabbit trails context is king <laughs> well yeah i guess that would make sense but uh, i just I, I this is the reason we have the podcast we talk about these different things because if we don't we, we, we maybe just, there's four other people out there that just think maybe i just need to be a good person and maybe now they're listening and maybe they go oh what does that mean though exactly maybe it so means just ask that question it's like what do you mean i need jesus so there you go well yeah we say that and again i always say what does that mean what does that yeah. mean well i <laughs> So, great the heck if I know. <laughs> I'm just me. Full circle. Yep. I know we start this podcast two years ago with the same question. <laughs> yeah, and it still hasn't gotten any clearer for me. So there we go. Well, you know, we will, we were here to confuse every day. <laughs> That's how God messes with us God, sometimes. Every day. Gerber for the audio listener. Gerber is just I'm smiling. Just, and he's going, ready to leave. He's but like, I parked behind him. So <laughs> and I parked behind you. Part, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. You know. Take I'm a sorry. Chain let's of uh, let's land the plane. Somebody pray. Well, I just um, God is. I think just that key reminder: God is at work um, through the through the work of through the work of the Father, Son, and Spirit. Um, and again, like I said, next week we'll we'll get to ask the question of as God is faithful, how are are, are you faithful? So let's pray. Uh, Lord Jesus, we thank you um, that you um, you're in charge of our salvation. Um, the Father's in charge of uh, creation and sustain uh, sustaining us, and then the Spirit works our 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 sanctification, drawing us closer to the life that you've called us to live. And uh, we we just thank you that that you continue to work in our lives, continue to uh, be active and present in our lives each and every day. And um, as we see that activity, uh, may that cause us to move. Uh, may you use us uh, to to share your good news with those around us. Uh, we pray all this in your name. Amen. 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 Oh. <laughs> all right. Go team. Peace yeah? out. Are we good? Adios. Yep. Anything else we want to say? Nope. No? No. Right, bye. <laughs>
353-5782, or you can give online at www.trinityfremont.com slash donate.